Hi. So in partnership with the Institute of Pension Management, Nation Media Group will be hosting uh, the first edition of the Pension Conference and Expo at the KICC on the 28th and 29th of November. This is to tell you that it's a great opportunity for young people to come through, understand what pension is all about, and all that. The theme this year is enhancing social protection for inclusive growth, hashtag Protect Future Yako. My name is Kevin Miner, a digital journalist at Nation Media Group. And today we are here to talk about pension as we go and roll out into this event. And in front of me or beside me to my right and left, my left and right, <laughs> I have two gentlemen. Uh, on my left side, I have Kennedy Kelly, who is a general manager in charge of pension business at Lyson Group. He's a pension administrator, having been in the pension space for 10 years. So this is the guy that we are going to be understanding. Why, why should I get a pension scheme? What is that even? So he'll be joining me today to talk about that. And to my right, I have John Dua. Hi, John. Hi. John is an investment associate at Jengis uh, Capital. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Uh, this is all about public markets and uh, asset management. He's currently working as, uh, like I said, as an investment associate, in the asset management function. So he's here with me today, and I couldn't be more happier to have you guys to talk about this. Gentlemen, hi. Hello. How are you? I'm doing okay. How is the pension space? The pension space is actually doing okay. Uh -huh. It's a big market. People mm -hmm. always talk about it being around 1.7 trillion. 1.7 trillion? Yeah, yeah. Okay. In terms of asset base. Uh -huh. But I think, again, as you look at it, uh, the participation is still of uh, the young people are still not yet there. Yes. Then that's why we are here to talk about that. And I think that's where I wanted to start from. Okay, okay. What is pension to begin with? Okay. What is what is a pension scheme? What, what mm -hmm. describe it to me as a child? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Pension basically talks about uh, there's, there's an element of aided mm -hmm. or hold it, but again, it's basically the money that you put aside to be able to take care of yourself later when you stop working. Mm -hmm. So you are now very productive. Maybe may be multiple streams of income, mm -hmm. but then over time you may slow down at some point. Ah. So you need something to take care of you at that point. Yeah. yeah. So it's something that generally, yeah. now you wake up a little yeah. to cater for me in the future. Yeah, yeah, basically you need to protect your future. Yeah, yeah. protect future Yako. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. So I, the reason why I have you two here is to understand how these marry each other. Okay. So from John, I want to understand, yeah. just like I asked him about pension, mm -hmm. tell me about public markets. And so how do those two marry each other? Ah, okay, so public markets is also known as the capital markets. Okay. So basically, we invest people's money. So our aim is to grow your capital. Give okay. us 100 shillings, so your aim to grow it to 200 shillings within a period of time. Uh -huh. So what we do for the pension industry is that once people contribute to that scheme, as it has been described, mm -hmm. we come in to invest the money. Mm -hmm. Because uh, we don't want you to keep on investing your money or putting your money into a scheme. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, you just get what you put in. We want to grow it, we want to double it, we want to grow it to a level mm -hmm. where it can sustain you in your retirement. So where I come in is to invest the money in various instruments in the market. Right. Yeah. So in that case, um, you would take my money, the money that I'm giving you, mm -hmm. so that you can put it into a public market fund. Not a really. Public markets. Um, yeah, yeah. So basically, uh, we have the pension fund. Pension the pension fund. is a fund in itself. Okay. So you contribute to that fund. A fund is like a basket. Let's call it a basket. Yes. Mm -hmm. You put your money into that basket. Okay. And it has so many contributors. It has yourself, it has me, it has yeah. even a thousand people. Okay. Now the money is already in that basket. Right. Now what do we do with that pool? 
you contributed 100, I contributed 1,000, yes. we now have a billion. Yes. Now, I take the 1 billion and invest it on your behalf. Ah. Now, I invest it in bonds, I buy shares, yes. I put it in the bank, in okay. deposits. Mm-hmm. Now, that investment is what grows that 1 billion to, let's say, 1.5 billion. I like that. Yeah. So essentially, there's no limit to how much I can invest with you guys. No, there's no limit. Okay. Uh, there's no limit to how much I can put into my pension fund. No, no, no. There's no limit. Um, yeah. Similarly to pension, because I understand pension, you can uh, only get that money at, at, at a certain age. And perhaps this is what uh, mm-hmm. young people are repulsive about. Okay. okay. Uh, and I want to ask you that. Why do you yeah. think yeah. young, more young people are not so keen about the pension uh, scheme? Okay. And um, mm-hmm. in regards to when I can get that money, also okay. address that. Yeah. And then I'll go back to John to find out, is it the same with mm-hmm. investing um, mm-hmm. from from his point of view? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think also that's a good question because it talks about the value proposition to young people. And as I'm saying, uh, actually you can get, uh, the, the aim of pension is actually to save until a later date. Okay. But then that later date for many people remains to be far apart. I mean, it's far ahead. You know, <laughs> yeah. but, but so actually, you can actually get, uh, depending on on some factors, you can actually get your money while while you are still working. In okay. Different pension arrangements. Like now, we have what you call personal pension plans. Mm-hmm. You can actually get a bit of that money while you are still working. Okay. But now, if you are working for an employer, you know the employer is paying into the scheme as part of the employment benefit. Uh-huh. Sometimes, fifty uh, percent of your money will be locked. Yes, until you reach the retirement age. But you can still actually get most of your money now, as and when you want it. But what? actually, our goal is because you're still productive. Sometimes okay. we're just changing employment. Sometimes you still we want actually you to keep the money mm-hmm. for you to sort your retirement date. Does that mean if, I, when I'm applying for a pension scheme, mm-hmm. or when I'm getting into one, yeah, there is sort of like a clause where I can choose the age at which I want to get my no, money back? No, or is no, it no, predetermined? You can't choose the age. Either. Actually, the early retirement age in the country is defined by law. is actually 50 years. Right. So uh, when you are 50 years, you can actually get your money. Mm-hmm. But even before you are 50, mm-hmm. you can still get half of your money and retain like half of it okay. until you get that age. I, I, I figured the idea is to, you know, yeah, the secure to, the future. The idea is to secure the future. So um, now, John, mm-hmm. um, in a similar way, yeah. you're investing my money. Uh, considering we're marrying the two, the pension fund. Yeah. Is there a law that already predetermines when I can get this money? Or can I mm-hmm. decide, if I give you today 100 and yeah. uh, you're investing into 200, can I decide to pull it out as mm-hmm. soon as I, I feel comfortable to do so? Mm-hmm. Or do I have to wait until... Uh, I think maybe I should explain it in a different way. Please do. Uh, how he has explained it mm-hmm. is exactly the truth mm-hmm. because we are the ones to manage that pension fund. Right. So we have different types of pension funds. Okay. Yeah. So the one prescribed by the law are the corporate ones mm-hmm. and the, inter- the national ones like the NSSF. Right. So which you can only access it once you reach your retirement age. Ah, okay. But now we have others where you can access your money because mm-hmm. they are your own personal uh, initiative to get a pension plan. These are individual pension plans Mm -hmm. where you're just saving at your own discretion. Maybe I put uh, my money this month. Maybe next month I can't put it. I put it six months later. It's just your own prescribed or your own initiative to put your money in a pension fund. So when you say a pension fund, we really mean it's just a normal fund, like Mm -hmm. any other investment, Mm -hmm. money market or any other investment. But this fund has a specific objective. It has a specific aim, and the aim is provide you income at your retirement age. So if you choose to do it on your individual basis, you have access to the money because you took on your separate uh, individual basis. However, if you take it under a corporate plan 
or under the government plan, this is the money that now has to be locked in up until your retirement age. And these ones are usually compulsory, the ones that are in the corporate space and the government. But the one that you're taking on your own discretion, you can remove your money. Okay. Yeah, the only underlying similarities between those two products is that they are all pension schemes with the specific goal to provide you income during retirement. I like that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So that means then that there are different types of plans. Yeah, yeah. actually there are different types of plans. Mm-hmm. And um, like now what John is saying, no, like the purpose of pension social security and the biggest provider is the government. So the government has the NSSF. Not like the mandatory scheme. I think everybody who has a payslip in this country yes. belongs there. Yes. So NSF actually, I believe you can only access your money purely after retirement. Mm-hmm. But now we have the second layer again. Also employers have a, a responsibility to protect the employees even after they leave. So employers have set up pension funds so that people leave employment either through retirement or, or resignation or whatever can have something later. So those now those employer schemes are whereby you can access part of the money and they leave part of the money because the employer also wants to protect your future later after you retire, you know. Mm. As an employer doesn't want their former employees to be wallowing later in poverty. Yeah. But then now, now the world is going retail. Many people today are actually self-employed, small SMEs. Now that's why now we're having an answer. Now the third layer being the personal pension plans, which are flexible. You can contribute as and when you want. You can vary your contributions by amount every month, every, every maybe even mm. six months. And mm. again, they are flexible so far as you can also actually decide when to pull out your money. Mm. Uh, because now they are like a savings vehicle. And as much as we are saying it's for the future, sometimes the future is, is very different. From Unpredictable. Different yeah, like yeah. also we have like young people like myself, now we are the fire moment of financial independence. <laughs> I mean, say somebody wants to buy 40, you know, they clock out, you know, and they go and do other things. Yeah. So we have in our plans, uh, not catered for those kind of people. Okay. So we, we can't fit everybody in a box. Mm. We are trying to have as a product offering, which is a bit varied, you know. Different okay, so um, uh, bear with me here yeah, yeah. for my obliviousness. No problem. But for pension, uh, for all these pension plan schemes, yeah. okay. do they cater for something specific? Uh-huh. And especially in regards to when I'm getting the money, mm-hmm. um, do I get it as a whole, like I'm getting back the money? Because okay. I look at my yeah, pay sleep true. every month yeah. and there's money going somewhere, yeah. catering mm-hmm. for pension. Yeah, uh, does that mean it only caters for specific things when I'm getting that money? Mm-hmm. Or it's just money for me to have when mm. I get it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Do you get that question? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it's an interesting yeah. question because, mm. um, yeah, again, as you said, uh, you're giving money, then mm-hmm. it is invested. So yes. first of all, you get the money and the income that is earned over time. Yes. So whatever you're putting in, she will amount to a good nest egg later. Okay. But actually, now when it comes to access, I think that's the most important question. Yes. Because there are, there are two modes of payment. There's what you call, actually, the objective of the pension is to, just simplifying it, should be converted like a monthly income because you're earning a salary. In the end, you'll have a pot, let's say, like you've accumulated a certain pot for illustration's sake, let's say your pot is like one million. Mm-hmm. It should be converted to a monthly amount that you'll be getting every month. You mm-hmm. get but again now we also have the school of thought people who are saying, like John is in the investment space, he can manage his money. So there are people who want to get a lump sum. We, 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 we call a, a pension fund, pays you every month. Yes. Like converts like a salary. Uh-huh. It's called an a regular income. Right. You get every month for life and mm-hmm. some other modalities. But then there's also the element of the provident fund, now that's what pays you get your money in lump sum. I'm assuming you have a good financial, you have a good financial skills to manage your money. Yeah. So there's the option actually to get all your money at a go. The option of to get a monthly pension or even an option to marry both. You can say, give me a portion in, in, uh, in lump sum and, and another portion in pension. Uh-huh. Like now many government schemes and many pension schemes, you'll actually have a third 
in cash lump sum okay. and then the, the remaining two thousand converted to monthly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and so t- even to add on to that, even the money you receive, because uh, maybe in my understanding of the question, yeah. is that maybe that money is set for a specific objective, like maybe they are paying directly to your landlord. Yes. No, not really. You receive that money into your account. Okay. You can do whatever you want to do with that money. Right. However, it's for your own good that you use your money in the best of way course, possible. Wisely. Yeah, wisely. <laughs> because that's your retirement fund. Yeah. yeah, but there's no like specific thing like this was for education, so we're going to, go to pay for the school. Okay. No, no, no. It will be banked into your own account. Then in this case, yeah. guys, what's the biggest misconception? That because it sounds like uh, uh, mm-hmm. you know you sh- it's obvious you yeah. should have a, a pension plan. You yeah. spoke something something about pen- personal pension yeah. uh, plans, yeah. right? For SMEs, yeah. business owners, yeah. what do you think is the biggest misconception when it comes to pension? Because people you'd ask, are you, are you saving for the future? Mm-hmm. People are like, curious, <laughs> <laughs> that's what matters. Okay. What do you think? We'll start with uh, Kian. I think actually the biggest misconception people actually think it's very complicated. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't know where to start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, as providers, I think we are very far from the people, I would say. So it's basically, it's actually very simple. You just need to pick a provider like ourselves, and then you you get started. Then the other misconception is actually, it's very, you know, there's a, people think it's complicated to have it started. Also, people think when you put in your money, they think there'll be a lot of conversations when you want to get it back. Actually, by law, whenever you claim your money, by law, you should be paid within one month. Oh, yeah. So if you put in your application today, I'm Kevin, I'm leaving this organization, I want my money. Usually you should be paid within 30 days without storage, without, and as they say, that money cannot even be paid to another party, you know, mm-hmm. even if you have quorums with your employer, you know, things like those. Actually, the money is yours. So people just think it's complicated, but it's actually very simple. Yeah, I think I think that's an issue with access. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in addition to the issue of access, I think also it's um, public education in the sense that people also don't understand what is pension to start with. Mm-hmm. Number two, there's also the aspect of you're being deducted by the government, so why should you take your own? They don't see the need of you getting it. Mm-hmm. So people, or mostly young people, tend to have a very short-term view of, of life, of events, of anything, even investments they make. They don't maybe see the importance of having an investment for 60 years. Mm. That is usually an issue. And if you look at, um, from my experience, from uh, the pension funds that we actually uh, manage, you'll find that the individual ones don't have even young people. They have Uh old people. Yeah, because I think that's when the realization kicks in. Maybe I've spent 20 years in my employment. Now I need to actually start saving because yeah. I'm going to retire in a few years. Yeah. yeah, when you're young, you feel like you have all the time in the world, yeah. but you really don't. So it's a matter of perspective and education. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Ken, yeah. you mentioned something about interest yeah. in pension, which is something that personally I was not aware of. Okay. So explain to me the concept of compound interest. Like break it down for me in, okay. in the sense that if I start now, yeah. how, how is that interest compounding over a period of time and how is it beneficial to my pension savings okay. as a young person? Okay. Yeah, I think uh, because the money is being invested, you know, like uh, if you invest for a short period of time, you may mm-hmm. realize actually your interest is a bit, you know, you know compound interest is basically a fashion of time. Okay. But if you invest maybe over a working life, like uh, even like 30 years, you may realize even your interest income is more than triple or four times your, uh, 
your investment. Maybe your, your contribution over time, they are like maybe like for illustration's sake, yeah. like one million, but all your your kit is like four million, you know. So compound interest is a factor of time. It's more of a consistency, you know, keeping the money in the fund for a long period of time. Yeah. yeah. As opposed to withdrawing it over and over again. But as okay. I said, uh, John is an investment guy. Yeah, yeah. He has, yeah. He has yeah. Comment on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh compound interest uh, to keep it simple, it's when uh let's say for example you have a hundred shillings. Yes. And you earn ten percent. Mm-hmm. That is ten shillings, okay? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. However, if you keep that money, that ten shillings within the fund, in the next year, you now have a base of one ten. So that ten shillings is now going to earn interest, unless unlike someone who will withdraw that ten shillings and remain the base to be one hundred. Yeah. So compounding means the interest you earned will start earning interest the next period. Yes. And the next period, the cumulative interest will also earn interest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the difference between simple interest and compounding interest. Okay. Interest is also earning interest. So yeah. the, okay, I like that. Yeah. But the main overlying factor here is mm-hmm. the longer yeah. the time you're putting your uh, investment. Yeah. The longer the time right. and no withdrawal. No withdrawal. Yes. Okay. Yeah, because if you uh-huh. withdraw that interest and you keep your 100 right. shillings forever, yes. there's no compounding. Right. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. like that. Yeah. I like that. So what um, in your area, what success stories do you think, uh, mm-hmm. being in the industry for yeah. that long, what success stories have you had that really, um, if you're to tell yeah, a young person right yeah. now and you're trying to convince them, regardless of how hard the economy is, yeah. mm-hmm. what are some of the success stories you've, 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 you've seen or had mm-hmm. in regards to, especially investing in public markets? Yeah. yeah. So for in public markets, uh, we usually say investment is usually a long-term affair. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't encourage people to invest in the short term because you will not have any impact. Yeah. Absolutely zero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you cannot beat the market by these short, short-term things. Yeah. You need to keep it on the long term. Mm-hmm. In terms of success stories, I can tell you of investors who have actually put their money for a period of about five years. I've been in the industry for about eight years, so I don't have such a long period in the industry, okay. so I can only speak to that short-term period. Mm-hmm. However, this investor began with a uh, little of about 100,000, but kept on investing and kept on investing. Okay. Within the five-year period, that investor had already over a million shillings wow. as an investment yeah. and also diversified. Okay. They also got to invest in very many products mm-hmm. because they started off with money market, which is a basic product. Mm-hmm. It's the easiest to learn and it's a less risky, but now they have pension plans, they have invested in equities, that Mm -hmm. is shares, Mm -hmm. and they also have exposure in government bonds. So the reason why I say that's a success story is the fact that this investor started with little or minimum knowledge and also risk appetite. But once they started investing, Mm -hmm. they gained some knowledge and also their risk appetite increased. And with their risk appetite increasing, they tend to make calculated moves and make well-informed decisions. Mm And you see such people getting exposure in investment that you will not typically see them doing, yeah. then you start to know that it's a factor of time. Yeah. Regardless of the money, right. also individually in terms of your knowledge and in terms of your growth as a mm. person, mm. you grow in time and you grow both knowledge-wise yeah. and money-wise. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. Gentlemen, yeah. my final question now as we close this conversation mm-hmm. uh, towards the end of it. Yeah. 
I am a personal pension. Uh, uh, what is it? What do you call it? Personal, personal, plan. personal pen, pension plan. Yeah. I'm interested in that because yeah. I have my own business. I'm a young person. I'm yeah. not in the corporate mm-hmm. because naturally, even yeah. I got into pension simply yeah. because I was in a corporate. Yeah. Just, yeah. I was in, automated into the system. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm a guy who is not. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Walk me through. Now I come to Liaison Group. Yeah. What are the steps of first of all, even me finding out, trying yeah. to okay. communicate? What steps will you take me through? Um, actually, you don't even have to come because okay. now we are using technology. We have like a USSD code. Mm-hmm. You dial a certain number. Yeah. In our site, I don't know. I don't know how it is allowed. Basically, you are, there's a USSD code. There are very many ways. Actually, there are people walking. Okay. And they fill a form. Mm-hmm. There are people who make a phone call and we send uh, the email to them. But even mm-hmm. the most simplest way now we have technology. Right. You dial a USSD code. You yeah. of course you provide your details, KYC. Uh-huh. The ID is the PIN. Mm-hmm. You get started. Mm-hmm. You contribute wherever you are on M-Pesa bank. Right. And then you you basically do use the same channel to be viewing your statements. Mm-hmm. Whenever you want to make a withdrawal, it's basically dialing a USSD code. There's the mm-hmm. option to withdraw. Your base is basically not self-service. Yeah. Because you, as I said, the one of the biggest challenges is access. We are trying to bring it out there. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Then so actually every year you'll be getting like, uh, you'll be get telling you this is how your investment performed, yeah. the return that you got. Mm-hmm. This is what you expect to get in the next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically, we'll keep you informed. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in that case, yeah. how does it now connect to the public? So now I've, yeah. I've, I've, put, I've started mm-hmm. my pension fund. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. How do I, do I connect now to the investment? Okay, so uh, not complicated. Okay. Pension funds usually have representatives of the contributors. Right. They are called trustees. Mm-hmm. So it's up to the trustees to appoint a fund manager mm-hmm. to manage the funds. Right. So now the liaison a pension plan mm-hmm. has contracted Jengis Capital to be the fund manager. Okay. So our mandate or our work mm-hmm. is to take that money and invest in the various opportunities we have in the yes. public markets yes. for the good of the fund. Ah. Our aim is to grow that fund from the contributions we get. We don't want it to remain the same. We want it to protect that capital, this protection, so we have to make safe investments. And number two, we have to grow it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So at the end of the year, let's say you finished with one billion. Mm -hmm. It's our mandate to, let's say, we want to grow this fund by 10%. We give ourselves a target. So we go and invest Mm -hmm. and come and report back that we have made this amount of money. Yeah. Also, another mandate we have, pension funds, even if it's for the long term, mm-hmm. every year there are people who transition to retirement. You get the people who now turn that 50. Mm-hmm. Now they want their money back. Yeah. We also have to be cognizant and to be aware that next year we're going to have people who are going to withdraw and they're going to need their money. Yes. So part of the money also need to invest in something that we can get cash very fast. You get? Yeah. So our work is not only to grow the capital, but to understand the whole scheme of things in this pension. Okay. How many people are going to retire next year? How many people are joining the fund? Yes. So we have to put that money into a long-term investment. Okay. Yeah. So it's a whole spectrum, but the underlying is to our underlying mandate is to grow your money. I like yes. that. Yeah. Awesome. Gentlemen, thank you so much for being here. Uh, as a young person, I think I am bought. Yeah. At least now I know what I got myself into when I was automated into the system. <laughs> into the system. Yeah. Remember uh, that Nation Media Group will be hosting the first edition of the Pensions Conference and Expo at uh, the KICC on the 28th and 29th of November. This is just a teaser of some of the conversations that will be going down there. If you want to learn about it, if you are a business owner, if you're in the co- corporate industry, if you're a young person and you want to understand the whole pension shenanigans, Come here. Remember the hashtag is protect, protect future yako. Awesome.